0: Hey guys, it's Heather, and you're listening to Simply Healed with Heather Leonard. Today's episode is called For All My Control Freaks How Do We Get What We Want? (laughs) I know that I can raise my hand and I can be honest and say that, yeah, sometimes I'm a bit of a control freak. I like what I like (laughs) and compromise. I can do it, but I don't always love it. I like it when I have a little hand in things. I'm not a great delegator, but it's beyond that today. Let's get into some really, really good things around this. I had something fun happen this weekend that triggered my idea for this episode, and I can't wait to share it with you. So here we go, guys. Thanks for joining. So I got to start with letting you guys know what my weekend was like. Um, (laughs) I had a friend who said, hey, I want to go to this convention. Uh, Any chance? Oh, sorry. My dog's trying to get up on the bed behind me stay down. (laughs) He just wants to be a part of this show. No matter what I do, I can't seem to escape his little self. So anyway, um, so I had a friend say, I want to go to this. Um, it was like a, I don't want to say convention. That's the wrong word. It was more like a, um, boy, what the heck are they called? Like a, a fair of sorts, I guess, but it was all these different sort of like spiritual and, um, I don't know, all of these very, very different life skills all in one place, offering their services more or less, and selling cool little things that, um, you know, can help you be more grounded or, um, you know, I love um, a good heart stone. And of course, I follow the secret and I do love, love... um, all of these things that can remind us to just stay in a state of positivity. And so I love all that stuff since I was a little girl. I love like rocks, stones, all those things, especially when they're very cool and have um, real like uh, abilities to help you with areas of your life, which I really do believe that that's true. Um, I have felt more grounded from having certain stones or um, rocks or like being in different environments. Just think of it like that. Um, Just being at the ocean, I feel more connected to the earth, like things like that. I feel like that's what connected me to believing in a lot of this. Um, And so I was just curious more than anything, like, what are people doing these days? And so uh, it was really wonderful to see all of these amazing people and all their skills and talents. Well, there was this one woman there, and I just want to give her props. Let me just make sure I have her name right. Her name was Stephanie, and I'm going to say Desaro. Desaro. Sorry, Stephanie, if I'm saying it wrong. But anyway, I'm going to take a quote from her because she said something that really just hit in a place where it's what I've been saying for a while, but the way she said it was really beautiful, so I just wanted to share this quote. Um, She was helping a friend of mine with just um, areas around love and relationship, and she was almost feeling like she needed a little bit of self-worth talk and was getting in her own way in terms of trying to, like, forge a beautiful relationship going forward. Isn't that what everybody wants is, like, these beautiful relationships in their life. And she felt like she was getting in her own way. So she sought out this advice from her because she is somebody who um, guides people through those areas. And one of the quotes she said was, there's a difference between losing control and surrendering. And I just had to race to my phone and put it in there because I was like, that is a quote I want to keep nearby because I talk about surrender all the time. Um, and, And I think that's the missing link so often for people who are trying to manifest things or attract certain things into their life. We want, 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 want. We never put the want out there and then surrender and let it go. We never let... Higher power determine how it comes to us and in what way. And I know you guys have heard me talk on this. Like that surrender piece is so vital. But for many of us, myself included, that little bit of losing control that gives us a little bit of fear holds us back. Because why on earth would we want to give all of ourselves to someone else, to higher power, to anything? Like why would we want to totally let it all go? It sounds terrifying to anybody who's a little bit controlling by nature, um, and I don't want to say controlling because that comes off in a negative light. I'm not controlling at all, but it, you know when it, I mean even let's let's look at my podcast station right now. I didn't I didn't have my um, what do you even call these things? Ugh. It's like a shield i guess like it's to make sure that you're not getting all those like lip smacky sounds and whatever i forgot to set it up today before i started my podcast and even that element of like having to just roll with something that was outside of the way i like to do it felt icky (laughs) and so if i have to like delegate jobs if somebody's like oh we're gonna help you move this weekend i would be like ah i want to make sure i know where everything is i want to make sure that i you know, protect the things that are special to me and know that they're in a safe place and all those things come up. Well, those are control elements. You know, these are things of like just trusting someone else could do it just as good as you is hard for a lot of us because for a long time in our lives, we might've been doing it on our own or just doing it our own way. And then when we're called to be able to like turn it over to someone else, it can be a little terrifying. So when she said that, I was like, that really kind of resonates with me because I think when people hear the word surrender, we go into a little bit of a fear-based thing around it because it sounds like I am giving over all of this control and now things could very well go in a direction that I don't want them to go in. Um, Even to the point where I was thinking about my friend here and like, is if you already know you want your ship steered a certain way... So in her case, it was the certain guy, this certain relationship that she wanted certain things from. And if you feel that way, that you want it to be a certain way with a certain person, that element of control means you're never going to be able to truly release. Because what true release and surrender looks like is that after you know what you want, you know what you want for yourself, you know the love that you want in your life you know the way you want to be treated you know the fun things you want to take part in you whatever all that fine put that picture out there but you can't have it connected to a certain one person you can't say but it has to be this way so that's where people get into this messy business with trying to manifest something they want Um, that law of attraction will work but but not if you are so set in the way that it has to come and how it has to look. So that's a hard thing because once you can actually surrender it, you might be surprised that what the universe brings to you could very well be that person that you were trying to get. (laughs) Or it could be a totally different person that you never in a million years would have imagined would have been perfect for you or that they existed or that, you know, it would actually check every box and you didn't have to compromise for once. How about that? So, when I was listening to her, um, it struck a chord because I could see in my friend's eyes almost like there was a little fear panic moment when it sounded as if she was saying, You have to let it all go. Because her advice to her was, Start dating yourself. <laughs> and so that feels terrifying because somebody's telling you that you need to start putting more energy into your own feel good state in order to attract the right person which could mean you have to let go of the idea of what you thought that person would be. And I could see the fear sort of wash over her of like, wait a minute, what are you really telling me here? Because I don't want to walk away from this right now. It's good. <laughs> I'm telling you I want more texts coming in. <laughs> you know what I mean? So like wh- you're talking about like just turn your back on this and be okay with just making myself feel good. And I don't feel good because I'm not getting what I want and what I need. So it feels like, uh, in, like you want to dig in further. And that's just more control, right? That's more like I need to be the one to tell you what exactly I need. It's so funny. Um, Several times in my childhood, I felt like I remember praying to God, like need to have it this way, need to have this happen, like begging. Even so much as like a field trip. Like if I really wanted to go on a field trip and it was supposed to pour rain the next day, it was like, well, I knew what would have been a better day for so many people what do you know? (laughs) It's so funny. Like, okay, so hundreds of people need this water because their lawns are dried out, their, you know, vegetable garden is dying, like whatever. And yet you think that the 20 kids in this class who would be better served if it was a beautiful day, then God's going to hear your prayer because it's more important, right? Isn't that funny? I mean, this is really dummying it down a bit, but you know where I'm going with this. Like, I've always thought like, well, if it's for the greater good, if it's for the better benefit... But I'm not the one seeing all the things. I'm not the puppet master. I can't see the ripple effect of the one thing and how many lives it affects. So that's where it really gets interesting because take anything like the loss of a child, things that people can't rectify in their brain, it is not meant for us to have to understand because it is way too far reaching, right? Those ripples are way, way, way too deep. And we could never possibly know how that one thing affects a million other things. But think about it, a life, not in this world, that affects a lot of people think about all the people that they would have interacted with in their lifetime. And maybe it was just that one thing where that couldn't happen because if it did, this would happen. And then this would happen And When your brain starts to think that way, it almost wants to explode sometimes, <laughs> but it's true there. You just have that. That's where faith can give you ease and peace. But without it wanting to always know the whys and all that stuff, it will just make you feel crazy because there's no way in which this is a better circumstance. There's no way in which this is for the betterment of more people. I mean, and I, you guys know, I talk about this with my late husband. There's no scenario in which this world was a better place without him in it. I would say that often. still feel that way, that like his spirit here was like a blessing to this earth. But I now realize that him being here, maybe he was enabling me in some way. Like, he made enough money where I wasn't working. Maybe I wasn't sharing my gifts with the world. Maybe my sharing one day saved a life that had to be here. You know, all these things. There's a lot. So, no, I'm not going to be trying to control that narrative anymore. I get it. I'm not in control. I'm just riding the wave (laughs) and trying to put my good spin on things to make the world a little better place, right? But if I need to surrender, if I need to totally let go and just let things unravel as they will, there is this controlling element that feels threatened. And I am now so aware of it that I have to keep looking at it and saying, let it go. Like I'm talking to this part of my inner self, like I can feel it wanting to hang on and I have to keep looking at it and saying, I see you. I know why you want to control this situation and it's protection and it's safety and it's knowing what happens next, you know, and it's all those things that aren't for me. I don't need to know what happens next. It'll be even more beautiful if Christmas morning I can wake up and not know what's under the tree. That kind of thing, you know? Truly letting it go and allowing for things that I never could have known to want. I mean, never. How many times has somebody come out of, like, a terrible relationship, by the way, to then have their next be, like, all the things and it's because we learn and grow through the tough stuff, right? We we figure out about ourselves what we do need, what we do deserve. And hopefully from there, we grow and get better from it. But if it is like this agenda that we're on to try to make all the things happen our way, I mean, oh, it, it's a tough life, guys. You're setting yourself up for a really, really hard thing. and And to the detriment of yourself, because really you could be... Not neglecting, but like not getting the advantage of getting to have something even more beautiful in your life that, you know what I'm saying? Like, okay, so let's say in her scenario where she she wants it to be this one guy, right, that's in her mind. And if she begs and pleads and God's finally like, all right, I'll give her what she wants. What if the next person who was just about to step into her life would have been all the things she really needed in her heart? way more responsive communication wise way more open emotionally all the things that really would satisfy her to her soul but because of that need to to be like no but this like i am choosing this path um it just limits all those abilities i mean all these things from coming into your world you know and so our own control then gets in our own way of a better more beautiful destiny and that Sense. And you can apply this. I mean, this happened with her because she was, you know, thinking relationship wise, but this is true of all aspects of our lives. I mean, the more, I mean, I've done this before with a job. It has to be this one. It's the perfect one. I don't have to work weekends. I can have the best hours. They pay more. It's in a perfect location. I don't have to drive as far. This job, this job, this job. And that's what I would pray for. Well, guess what? I got that job. And it wasn't all shiny. <laughs> things kind of fell a little bit off. Eventually, the place ended up closing. The pay wasn't as good as I thought it'd be. Um, there was so many things. It just wasn't perfect. Whatever is right, but um, but I thought at the time I had to be this. Well, in hindsight, there was other things I could have done that I should have looked into. I could have started my own practice, for that matter. Um, and made way more money, but it was because I think that I pushed so hard and I begged so hard and I made it happen. I manipulated everything around me. I, you know, the resume had to be perfect and I, you know, met people from there and, um, I don't know. It was just a whole thing that like, I just had to steer it so hard to make it be that way. And now only in hindsight, can I look back and go, Hmm. I should have put out there, I want great hours. I want a a close to home location and I want more time with my family, but I want to love where I work and have great pay and whatever. But then just that's it. That is it. And then see what flows in. Um, And that really is that sort of surrender. Like I am now surrendering to whatever you know, if it's not going to be that job, that's a surrender. It's a give. It's a not what I wanted the way I wanted the way I thought I wanted. I'm surrendering it. I am allowing it in whatever way it's going to come to me. I know I've told the universe my desires and I was clear with them and I, with my desires. And now the beautiful part is I can just sit back and trust that it's out there and I don't have to try so hard. I'm not saying, again, I've talked on this, but don't be lazy. Don't sit around and not take action steps. But when I say sit back, it's like an emotional sit back. It's like a calm your heart a little, stay grounded, relax, (laughs) know it's coming, be grateful for the fact that it's coming, and then be open. Don't just keep checking your email from that one company to see what they said, to see how much, you know, and then like, You get four or five people who say, oh, we'd love to have you come work for us. And you just tunnel vision, go right towards that one that you thought it was going to be that seemed so perfect. Weigh it out a little bit, you know, really give yourself that like you surrendered it. A bunch of things came at you. Now let's see what what they are. What did what did they look like when you put them next to each other? Is this one something that I never considered, but like offers way more you know wonderful things like if you're so close-minded that control freak in us can just make life not as fun you know it it can really i mean i don't know i just i'm not somebody who is so um knowledgeable about my own best interest quite often put it that way like i will make choices that feel really good to me and then I'm like, well, that was stupid. (laughs) Where was my advisor on that one? No, but uh, I just, I do run towards what feels good these days. And so it is a good check and balance to allow the universe to have a little say, to let God and higher power look at you and go, she's been through it. She deserves more. Maybe higher power is going to choose better for me than I would choose for myself. You know, maybe I have been through it and maybe it has been seen. Maybe I have some good karmic energy coming back my way (laughs) because I have Done my time and I have like suffered a bit, and maybe now something really great could come, but I don't even know it because it's never been in my life experience. Maybe I don't even know to ask for it because I've never had it before. Do you know what I mean? Like, I already feel like my husband was the best thing that ever happened to me. Nothing could beat that. But what do I know? I have never had other things. You know what I'm saying? Like, I was engaged at 19 years old. Like, he's really all I've ever known. So, when I think about it, what is my comparison? Of course, I'm going to put him at the top. He gave me many wonderful years, many things to only be able to smile about and, you know, reminisce on as the best days of my life. But what if the best days of my life are before me still and I haven't even had them yet? No one knows. And we think we know because, of course, nothing could be that. That's what we think. But when you don't really have that knowledge, it's just a big assumption. And, you know, what they say about assuming I'm going to go to a break right after this. I'll get back and get into more, guys. So don't go anywhere. So if you have direct questions for me that you want answered around the area of grief and how I'm doing what I'm doing, Um, Or how you can maneuver certain things that are coming up in your own grief experience. And you want to be a part of a group that is supportive and has weekly coaching and posting um, around any topic, any question that you can come up with, you can post in there. And I will make it a topic for a live where I will give all of my ins and outs of what I do to get through it. Um, that is available to you for $33 a month, and you can be in for as little or as long as you'd like. So if you want to just test it out for a month, spend only $33, and then exit out after you gathered all the information, you can do that. Um, the best part is you also get a library of all my past lives and posts day one as soon as you enter the group. So you could just suck in all that information and then decide that $33 is all you want to spend for it. Or if you decide you love it and want to stick around, you stay as long as you'd like. So if you want to grab that link, I will drop it in today's podcast description. And now back to the show. So here's the other thing about surrender, guys. I love this part about it. When we are in a state of trying to make things happen, and I know I've spoken on this before, but it never will come. And that is such a hard thing to swallow, right? The more we want to try to make something come, it never will. It is not until surrender and release that it starts to come at you. And I've experienced this a lot lately, but uh, the things that I'm just trying so hard, uh, well, I think I talked about this before, but in terms of my friend and in terms of relationships, if for a woman particularly trying to gain the attention of a man you can never come at it from a masculine energy point which is which masculine energy is all about a plan and making things happen and all of that. so that'll never be <laughs> that'll probably never happen uh, but but back up again like out of the relationship realm and just in general, if we are um trying and doing all the the dance to try to make something happen be the best possible potential. Person for this job, be the best uh, employee for the raise, whatever it is. And we're over here like dancing and singing and waving our arms around. It just doesn't come. And the beauty in this is that you get to do nothing. Like you don't have to try so hard. And then it comes. So, you know, the second you stop like trying to buy that house that one on the hill that's so perfect with the picket fence and all the things your perfect school system the second you walk away and just like you know you're not not looking or or available to purchase or whatever but you're just not like trying to come up with all these plans to you know be the best offer and the best whatever if you soon as you can just kind of release it, like you've told your realtor what you want, what you're willing to pay, all that you've put set your boundaries and whatever. It just happens. Oftentimes it is the thing you've been desiring and wanting and pushing for. But oftentimes it's also something totally different. But the part that's so nice is it's like you've been working so hard and feeling a bit like a hamster on a wheel. And then you get to step off. You get to just be. You get to enjoy yourself. That's when the real magic happens. You get to just be carefree and have fun, but the stress doesn't eat at you. I mean, I've been in like a state lately of just allowing stress to sort of run the show, and it it was awful. And then when I hopped off of that and just went whatever is is, it's just going to be and I'm not afraid to speak my mind. I'm not afraid to do this or that. And whether it rubs someone wrong or they don't like me for whatever, then then they're not for me. And when you can adopt that attitude, the beautiful part is things just start showing up. And they don't show up according to a match for the energy you were putting out, which was trying to manipulate, making things happen, stressing. It was hard work, right? It was hard work to make it happen. So it's going to be hard work to maintain and have. and. It's coming from a place of ease now. I'm easygoing about whatever will be. And because of that, what comes to me is easy and it's enjoyable and it's like laid back and and the energy is just better. So if you don't wanna be attracting more things that are gonna give you stress, so let's take the, for instance, of the house situation. If you were trying and trying and trying to get that house on the hill or whatever, and then you finally, like you managed to manipulate it and get it or whatever, it's probably gonna be a stressful situation, barely making ends meet, Um, now the HOA's a problem, now we've got bad neighbors, oh, it's all stressful because that's the energy that you attracted it with. Now, on the flip side, If you had put it out there, like, I want a house on the hill, I want it to have a picket fence, and I want it to be in a great school system, and I would love for it to have this, that, and whatever, and then you just walked away, like, you told the realtor your desires, you told him what you wanted, um, you told him your price range that would make you happy, and you stuck with all the things that matter to you, and then you're like, okay, it's in the right hands, and I've taken all the right steps, what you attract in that headspace is going to be so beautiful, it's going to be easy, it's going to be um the perfect thing it's not going to be a money struggle it's going to be all the things you probably wanted plus more probably have a pool in the backyard do you see what i'm saying like it's that element of where your mindset is at when you attracted it to you that's going to make it an even more beautiful experience or thing that you attracted So that's something that a lot of people, I don't think, realize that. Like, sure, can, because this comes up a lot when people are talking to me about how my beliefs around all this stuff. Like, well, then you just believe that, you know, just that if you're, you shouldn't be working so hard and pushing so hard and whatever. Like, that's the way I was raised. I'm just a hard worker and I'm this and that. I get all of that. And I'm a hard worker too. And I work way too many hours and all the stuff and I get it. But it's not about that. It's about the fact that whatever your mindset is is what you will continue to have so it's just a choice it's a decision to like yeah keep working hard is what i say like keep doing those long hours keep doing whatever but keep in your mind that it's also got to feel good it's also got to be coming from a place of like excitement like if you could work hard like that but be doing it because you love doing it then that's great that's like the best thing ever But also people who work, work, work hard, of course they're going to achieve. I'm not going to deny that fact. I'm not going to say, well, if you're working hard, you're forever working hard and never will you achieve that end goal because sometimes that end goal gets achieved. It just got achieved in a space of real bad energy of like push, 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 need, 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 want, want, want. And that is all you'll continue to receive from the gift that you just got you know, this end goal thing is only going to provide you more of that same energy. So you got to be real careful about what energetic space and mindset you're in when you're achieving these things. Because if it's like push, struggle, overwhelm, tired, you know, like all that stuff, that's forever your life. You're in a cycle. Those vicious cycles you get in like that, it's because that's the frame of mind you're in. And until you can sort of pivot out of that, It's very hard to be attracting anything different. Now, in the case of my friend in this relationship thing, if she's spiraling right now about why hasn't he reached out to me? Why haven't I heard from him? It's got to be this guy. He's so good for me. It's great. It's finally perfect. And then all of a sudden he just doesn't respond. Well, all that worry just means for the rest of that relationship, let's just say you do manage to, like, get the guy The rest of your relationship, you're always going to have that same energetic, like, where did he go? Why isn't he responding? What is happening? Like, am I not enough? And so when people talk about making sure you're whole, because I just discussed this in a past episode, all that stuff, it's more about, like, make sure you're right. Make sure your energy is good. (laughs) Make sure you're not dependent upon him. Make sure that no matter how that pans out, you know that if you can get right with yourself and be a really best version of you, you're going to get some really high-quality people coming your way. Not the kind that aren't going to be responding after you just sent them in a nice emotional text. They're going to be like all smiles. You're so beautiful. You're, you know, like everything you're saying just makes me feel so good. They're going to give you that back because that's who you are, and that's who's going to be coming your way. So to just... Be in that panic place. you got to just keep bringing your energy back around to like, let like, well, let's just say this too. There's nothing to say that this guy that she's waiting to hear from isn't Mr. Perfect. He very well could be, <laughs> I said this to her the other day. He very well could be sitting on his toilet right now. Like who knows? Maybe he's got a stomach bug. He's not feeling great. Maybe he's like slept in. Cause he worked so late, like helping you out with whatever the other day. And now he's tired. Like Let's cut a little slack because we know in our own lives there's times when I haven't been quick to respond because there's a million things going on, and I gotta lug these groceries down to the house and I don't have a hand free. And I, you know, and then all of a sudden, some so and so shows up, or this person calls before I got a chance to respond to the text, and then I forgot about the text. And then, and it's nothing to do with you, it's just life. But we just like all of a sudden unravel and think it's some big reflection on how they're feeling towards us when quite literally the guy could be sitting on the toilet, like let it go. And it's not that important, right? I mean, we feel like it's important because we feel like we maybe just bared our soul a little bit. And like, where this person go? What is happening? But um, that's that control freak in us. That's that part that wants it our way when we're needing it. And if we can just release it and be like, yeah, he's probably got some crazy stuff going on right now. Maybe then the next text you end up sending to them isn't going to be coming from a place of high anxiety. It'll be, like, of concern, like, hey, I hope everything's okay. Like, um, I don't know, anything. It's just, like, it's a little bit more of a, a good place versus, like, what, you don't even write back to me? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, keep yourself right and think about, in real life, things happen. It doesn't mean that somebody feels a certain way about you. We read into that stuff because it didn't fit into our box. You know, we're controlling this and it's any guy who's going to love me is going to be, you know, want to talk to me. He's going to be so responsive. He's going to be, you know, and we have all of these expectations on another person. Let's do like look at ourselves a little bit, you know, what can we do better I'm telling you right now, there's a million things I could be working on today that'll better myself versus sitting around and worrying about whether or not I'm hearing from somebody or not. But sometimes in that moment, it, it seems like tunnel vision, like everything else just closes out like that house. It has to be that house. And I haven't heard anything, which means somebody else is probably under contract. And da, 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 da. and <laughs> we've all been there, right? We just get a hole up in our stuff and it's like a big panic. And and from there, it's it's like you're blocking your own abundance from coming your way i'll use a big catch word here it's true though if we're gonna get so crazy about it and think that we already know what it means oh the guy's not texting it must mean then that he's not that into me that i i said too much i revealed too much of myself what (laughs) the things if you ever sit back and just listen to somebody else go through their little panic thing you could be going through a very similar thing but when you hear someone else say the words Have you ever just been like, wow, do I sound like that? (laughs) That's the kind of thing I'm talking about. Like step out of yourself a little and look at yourself like as though you were an outsider looking in. Um, Because this was a really funny moment, too, um, that she even said, so, oh, so the, the guy's ghosting you. Oh, no, not exactly ghosting was my friend's response. And she was like, oh, okay. well, when was the last time that you heard from him? And she's like. Oh, um, I texted him. She had texted him the night before. I texted him last night, I think she said. And she was like, oh, oh, oh." you could see her, like, stumble. Like, "Oh, oh, oh, like, so, so it hasn't even been 24 hours is what you're telling me. You know what I mean? It was like, wait a minute. Like, saying that you haven't heard from somebody or they're not being, you know, communicative, they're, um, I mean, I don't know if ghosting was the term that she even said it wasn't ghost feeling. She wasn't feeling ghosted yet, you know, but it was like, you know, where did you go? I just said something powerful that kind of like was worthy of a response. But if it hasn't even been 24 hours, when you're in it, it feels like eternity. When you're in it, five minutes sometimes feels like eternity because sometimes you'll be having a back and forth with somebody And then you say something and they say nothing. And especially if the last thing you said was pretty powerful or intense or whatever, it it, it like stirs up these hormones in you that just start going into panic a bit. And I think that's what happened for her in this experience was like, I just emotionally revealed a little, got a little naked here, so to speak, emotionally. And then where'd you go? (laughs) I mean, I, for one, am all about just say that. Like, hey, I just feel like I just poured a little out and then where'd you go? <laughs> you still there? You dead? You all right? <laughs> Everybody good? Like, it's just, I don't know, have a little more fun with it and be a little more lighthearted, but sitting around and stewing or whatever is never good. Um, and, you know, I think if you do really get a little bit in your control stuff and start asking that, like, where'd you go? Why aren't you responding? Hey, I thought I just did it, Then it does... Um, that controlling nature is a little off-putting. So just remember that. Like, if you're in their shoes and somebody's coming at you like that, it's kind of a lot, right? And it's like we know this logically, but, like, you have to get to the place where there's a shift that happens where... um Everything else in your life is so good that whatever that one thing you're so solar focused on isn't everything. Because I know when we were in house buying mode, it felt like that was everything. I mean, I think that's all I talked to my friends about. It was all that I worried about. It was all that I spent my free time on. And we get so solar focused on the one thing, getting a job, um, finding the perfect, you know, soulmate or whatever. Like all these things become obsessive for us. And it's when we can spread out and um, become a little more diverse in our lives and, like, ramp up these other areas that will help buffer when things go quiet. So if you haven't heard back on the house front yet, but you put your offer in and you're just sitting there stewing on it, not a good energy. But if you have a million other things going on, like a loving relationship, and you guys can just go out to a nice lunch and have so much fun and whatever, then great. Put your energy into that for a few days. Uh, and walk away. That's the release and surrender piece. Um, and if it's a relationship, if you're so caught up in it and you sent that text now, instead of sitting and stewing, when are they going to respond? You have great friendships and you're able to just like, you know, go do something with that or enjoy a hobby or like, or spend a little time looking for a new job, like have other things that are also interesting you and that don't take a back seat. Um, Because whenever I get in that mode of like, I'm so into making something happen, I definitely become laser focused and everything else kind of loses its, not value, but like, um, you know, it's just not as exciting to me. But I've noticed in the times where I'm able to pivot and turn a little bit towards those other things and not obsess over the one thing that I really want to all come together, that the thing comes together pretty quickly. So it, there's definitely lessons to be learned in that um, because when we just want it so much and that's where we keep our focus, we just can't really break free. And I, two or three times this weekend when I felt myself getting a little obsessive around any one thing or controlling or whatever, I went for a walk or I put on some music that was upbeat and got me you know, in a good space or I went with my friend to this craft fair of sorts or whatever it was. Um when I did have some fun stuff done to me somebody did this really cool um magnetic thing to kind of like a cord cutting for like past negative emotions To and then brought in good ones or whatever. I don't know. I don't even know how what she was exactly doing, but I felt really different after it and felt really good. But anyway, just even that, like I opened myself up. Ow, that was my phone. Sorry. I opened myself up to a new experience. And in doing it, I was so distracted. I didn't think about all the other things that had been bothering me that morning. And then as soon as I was distracted and having a good time and letting some laughs out... Every text I'd been waiting on, ding, ding, ding. My phone was, like, lighting up. I I was like, how am I getting five texts all at once? Like, was I in a bad service area and now all of a sudden I'm in a good one? <laughs> no. I was literally, like, this is the best analogy ever. I was I was in a bad service area and then I was in a good one. It's called mindset. <laughs> my mindset was literally like blocking the waves of the good stuff coming. And then the second I was in the good mindset, it was like I was lighting up, you know, my phone was dinging like crazy. My emails were dropping in all the things I'd been waiting on and worrying about. just were fine. So yeah, there's, there's some real magic in this. You guys, this is just not, you know, fictitious, you know, what is it? Um, what's that saying? Um, a heatherism, right at the end, um, I was gonna say boiler talk. It's not <laughs> coffee talk. What it's shop talk? I don't know. I don't even know what I'm trying to say right now. I'm just saying this is not just like my make believe, um, you know, imagination at work here. This stuff is real and when I see it happen in real life like that and like the the good mindset brings in so much goodness into my life I like to share what I learned and like I said this Stephanie and her quote we all need to hear it one more time there's a difference between losing control and surrendering don't be afraid to surrender it does not mean that you have lost all control it doesn't mean that now s- that all of a sudden you have to be at someone else's whim you still get to say yes or no you still get to decide if you're going to take that job or this house or that house or jump into this relationship or wait for something better right but you're surrendering to allow opportunities to come your way which is so beautiful and you're worthy of it so That is it for today, guys. But I'm so grateful to have you another week. Don't go anywhere. Keep coming back. Make sure you subscribe and follow and all the stuff so that you don't miss a further episode. All right, guys. See you next week.